What up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Hello JW podcast. We have a returning guest today, and I literally I've, I've been saying this at the start of every guest episode recently that it's a very special guest because I mean, let's face it, I only have fucking great guests on the podcast. Otherwise, I wouldn't invite him on. But uh, Anthony and I did a podcast. We just worked it out. It was like September 2021, which is well over a year ago. And in that podcast, we, we spoke a lot about like Anthony's journey growing up and, you know, how he got to the point that he was in 2021. And uh, I'm sure you wouldn't mind me speaking for him right now that it's been a hell of a 12 months hell of a 12 months even more than that um so yeah welcome back welcome back here feel very welcomed thank you for having me on as always jacob my absolute pleasure i reckon now uh, what we'll do to start with i would love to do like a, a short recap from you of where you're at let's say like the end of 2021 i think that'd be a great place to start yeah man oh yep good <laughs> good question good start man so Oh, okay. So, end of 2021, I was I was pretty uh, – I fell off the wagon a bit. Like, I, I might as well just be as open and raw as, as possible and kick mm. things off that way. I I, I got burnt out from, um, from coaching. You know, I signed my first few clients uh, having, you know, done heaps of inner work, personal development with, um, with Tom and then I – I, I caught fire real quick and then I started to lose my own flavor, my own seasoning through through the process of coaching. And I think it's it's one of those natural things that you tend to experience, whether you're facilitating, you're teaching, you're an educator, you you know, you you have all these like external sources of of information that you take on board. But then for me personally, my personal experience, I found myself losing yeah, just my my unique touch on on things. So, yeah, that sort of hit me hit me like a ton of bricks, and then I just felt really mentally and emotionally exhausted. And then I took a break from coaching, and then I went down this spiral of um the whole the whole shadow career thing. I started looking oh, at yeah. I started looking at other other vehicles of of business again because again I was, I was in this like mode of scarcity, and I was act, acting from this place of desperation. And at the time. I had a friend reach out and he's like, "Hey, I've got this NFT project," and this was when NFTs were blowing up. Yeah. So um, I jumped on that for like two months, and then I realized, okay, what's what's the thing that actually lights me on fire? It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's impacting people, working intimately one on one, telling stories, educating people. So yeah, that led led to me getting back in the in the coaching realm, and even more rabbit holes that I fell down into. Um, more personal expansion, more inner work. And that again, led to heaps of shifts in, in business coaching specifically. Um, and then I guess how, how far should we go, go into here? Do you want to ask another question? Or- oh yeah, absolutely. I've got like three in the bank ready to go now. Okay. Uh, I would love to hear, cause I feel like, especially for blokes listening, like they get to those points where you know, whatever the feeling was when you stepped away from coaching and you're like, yeah, looking into shadow careers and, and that kind of thing. It's like, there's a lot of blokes out there that are doing things that don't light them up. So what, 
what was the point? Like, what point did you, you know, when you were in the NFT scene or whatever, like what point did you realize that you were like, hang on, this is just not what I want to be doing? Was there a specific thing that happened, a specific thought process? I think it would be great for you to dive into that. Yeah. The, the laugh, just the laugh, like you're like, yeah, I fucking know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly what it is. And the funny thing is it was eating at me consistently. But again, the naivety and and again, because I was – coming from this place of scarcity and trying to force things to work. Mm. I, yeah, it just got to the point where I could no longer ignore the feeling that was deep inside me, just, just shaking me going, bro, you know, this isn't aligned with you. You know, this doesn't feel right. What the fuck are you doing? Come on, let's get back on the, get back on the horse. But the big indicator, the evidence that was shown to me was I was part of a project that I co-founded with two other guys. And one guy was just like the complete opposite of where I was heading slash who I wanted to be. And it was so challenging because I was constantly getting uh, reflected all these parts of me that I thought I overcame and healed, but it was just like bring it back to the surface. And I think you can relate to this. Well, a lot of your guys can relate to this particular avatar or figure in their life for example in the workplace or mm. old environments or old friendship circles and they're just constantly reflecting back at you all these all these things that remind you of of your past self that you haven't fully come to terms with and that for me was very confronting uh and just the language in the space at the time everyone was coming into coming into this to the nft space specifically to to make dosh and like fair enough there was a lot of opportunities there was a lot of financial gain to be made but the majority of the discussions in that space were just again very materialistic very uh financially motivated and again that was like a part of me that i've, I've come to overcome that i've sort of moved past with in terms of what i aspire or what i truly want from from this from this lifetime so yeah there was a lot of conflicting things that kept coming up and yeah it just it just like ate, a, ate away at me piece by piece until i literally just felt uh, a, sh a shell of a man and i'm mm -hmm. sure there's yeah there's a lot of familiar terms in there for sure oh yeah what was your process from that point like you know a lot of people deal with that kind of thing differently right like yeah, yeah we're, we're both in the space of you know when we feel something like that happened we're very much like cool what are the like what are the steps now like what do i need to fucking do and then it's just like you flick the button and you go to it right like, yeah we don't sit in it for very long however there are blokes out there that will just sit in that for like yeah years even like, yeah yep. you're fucking half their life so like what was your process from that point you felt like a shell of a man then you're just like yeah what did you do yeah. So at the time it was, yeah, I think the, the natural, the natural thought process is just like take it on the chin, roll with the punches type of thing. Again, because you're just like blinded by your own ignorance and you think you can make it work and you think you could just like take it upon yourself to, to move through it. But, and I, and I gave this piece of advice recently to a friend who's moving through his own, own challenges right now. It's like, you have to you have to take a moment to actually feel 
whatever it is that you're you're feeling right now before you can move through it otherwise you're just sort of banging your head on a brick wall trying to trying to get that breakthrough but doing it through the worst way possible like you're going to bleed you're going to get bruises you're going to crack your head open the more you do that and that's what it felt like in that moment like physically mentally it was like i was banging my head against the wall but like all the other pivotal moments that i've had in my life that led to the breakthroughs I had to have that moment of a breakdown first before I could get to there. And for me, that was having a tough conversation as, as I know you, you would have had plenty throughout your, your lifetime as well as I have. But it was me just being just completely open and honest to the people that I was working with in, in the space on that project itself. And it was just, I just like, I was like, hey guys, I need to jump on a call with you and just tell you where I'm at real quick. And basically I, I just just kept it real open and real straight and just like said, yeah, this doesn't, this no longer feels right to me. You can tell there's been a shift in, in the way I'm showing up with my energy in the community. And I know you guys know that because it's, it's just, it's being radiating throughout my, my body throughout the last few months. So yeah, we just need to have this conversation and, and just see how we can move forward from here. Bear in mind, it wasn't that easy at the time. There was, I, I've, I had that dialogue in my head multiple times in my own space before I had that physically with, with other people. But yeah, to, to summarize that, I first had to acknowledge that I was actually feeling those, those feelings before I could verbally say it to, to other people. Mm. But yeah, tough conversation that, that sort of kickstarted it. For yeah. sure. Beautiful. Good on you too for having that conversation because it takes a lot of balls to do that. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those moments where you, oh, metaphorically, you literally, yeah, you have to just grab your balls and just Fucking just speak. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> and for, for blokes listening to this too, I think that's such a good piece to, to speak on because there's so many aspects and so many situations in life where that's required. Like in that situation, it's like, you know, realizing that something you're doing just is not fucking aligned in terms of uh, like what career choice, right? Like a job. It's like, if that's not fucking aligned and you're really not feeling it and you fucking know it, the moment you realize it, like the moment you realize that it's not in alignment, you need to fucking act quick, otherwise that shit just eats away at you, right? And that's when the longer you, the longer time period you wait, the fucking harder it's going to be to like grab your balls and fucking send it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At that point, your balls are swollen, so it, it's like tender, and it's it's like oh, yeah, don't want to do it. Yeah, fucking, that's such a good way to put it. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm like clicking more and more. Like the more I hear you talk, the more I like see your program name being like so fucking dialed to a t2 like, oh yeah man like i feel it i feel it too yeah yeah like, it just came through to me then i was just like for those that don't know it's connected and courageous right yep my yeah. one day event yeah 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 yeah. i see that and i'm like everything you just spoke about is literally that. <laughs> like, oh man, I fucking love that. Uh, yeah. So then you you have the conversation, and then what? You step back into. Co- Did you step back into coaching straight away? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 So yeah, this this mirror is very. 
similarly to the tough conversation I had prior to leaving my my previous business, which was a creative agency. Mm. So I had to have that tough conversation with like my my partners at the time. Uh, and then, the, but the difference with that situation when I left my first business is I took a three, four month hiatus completely away from business because I just was so mentally drained and I just had to reconnect back to myself. I had to lean on my support systems, friends, family from back home to just fill up my cup again. But the big difference with uh, this situation was that I just knew there was just a knowing within me to be like, okay, you've been here before. You know so deeply, like every bone in your being that you know coaching and 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 teaching and educating and and being that, you know, that leader in in a space where you just feel so deeply connected to. Like you already know that's right for you. So like why, why, why? You don't need to have that three-month hiatus anymore. Like just jump back in it. And that's literally what I was telling myself at the time. And I just made the decision. And then, and then funnily enough, that's when I started just speaking to getting on camera and just speaking, doing more storytelling based videos, talking about topics and linking, you know, personal development with, with maybe culturally relevant trends. And I just started enjoying to, to just speak again on camera, um, on, on coaching calls and and then I just started to fan that that spark and then that spark turned into a flame and then sooner sooner or later I was um I just felt like I was on a roll and then I just started really feeling that I was just like burning through some yeah burning through this I was just using oak wood for my fire my fire was just like incredibly sustained and it was just like burning and yeah, yeah prior to that fuel. yeah the good fuel prior to that it was just newspaper it was just like quick mm-hmm. f- quick uh flame not much heat yeah. um yeah i've used that metaphor before but yeah it's it's a timely reminder yeah. that it's come up now yeah and was it was it just content like what else were you doing at that point because i mean i've quickly before you go into that like I've spoken to so many people about your content and I think it's fucking incredible the stories you tell. So just want to put that in there real quick. And I remember, yeah, fucking got you. Like I remember, I reckon I can remember the point where you really started diving into the the linking, the trends and uh, even of like it, recently, like in the last three months, you've still done it like a little bit, I feel, where you, and maybe this is prior to Vitality, where you were talking about like uh, certain things in like movies or certain things throughout. Oh yeah. I would sit there and I would watch it and like, I would have the volume up and Grace would be like, are you watching Ant stuff again? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause I love it. So yeah. I wanted to just like put that out there cause it come through just quickly. So, but yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. I loved it. And moving on from that, like, what else were you doing as a whole? Because you know, I imagine it wasn't just the content that, you know, was like mm. igniting the fire, right? Like mm. you know, I can sit here and write content and I feel good while I'm doing it and I know it's a great thing, but then I finish the content. 
and then I do other things for the day to fill my cup, right? So it's like, yeah, what else was it? Because I, I imagine your reaction just then, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to hand the mic back over to you now and you can, uh, you can expand on that. Mate, you are, you are a killer with the prompts. So immediately all these things have come up now. So yeah, the what people were seeing and what you were seeing on socials was that, yeah, I, this exuberance, this new energy, this fire that was within me that ignited the the storytelling aspects, the the video making and all that. But behind the scenes, like you've been doing, is I was filling up my cup in ways that I've never done before in terms of really dialing in my lifestyle. So I looked at adventure was a big, big theme for me. So I, I, I set the intention at the start of 2022 to, to do, I think like 10 adventures that really took me out of the, my world that I was comfortable and knew so much about. So the first big one for me was that hunting trip. I went on like my first oh, yes. guided deer hunt. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. yeah. So love to hear more about that. Yeah. So spiritually that did wonders for me, which I didn't, I just couldn't predict or suspect that it would happen. There was a lot of things that happened on that trip that opened my, my worldview to, to the natural world. To, to more spiritual aspects, to the connection between humans and, and the earth and the animals and and the trees and just the planet as a whole. It just gave me this like cosmic perspective that really allowed me to deeply appreciate like my physical body, but also, you know, the the outer outer world. And so I was doing these these adventures and it all coincided with the way I was showing up online in my business. And the big benefit of that was I was just gaining all these different sources of inspiration and, and topics to talk about. And hence, the storytelling aspect became so much easier for me because I had all these things going on. My heart was filled. My cup was filled. And just I was just feeling so inspired in that moment. And that definitely came through in in the content that I was making. Mm. Um, so it was that I started. And then from that I did, I started leaning into more things that connected me back to to my childlike self, the, the cheeky, the playful, the Fuck funny, yeah. the unapologetic, the entertaining side of me. So I did eight weeks of improv, improvisation workshops. That led me down to doing comedy, did comedy. That led me down to doing a, like a five minute uh, speech about my story on stage. And that, that led me to just tell my story in a way that I haven't done before in front of people I haven't done before. And then it just made me believe more in myself. It made me recognize how much power I have in, in my own story and my own experience. And then mm. I was, it was almost like I, I can compare it to, I was almost like I was stacking up skills in the form of power-ups. You know, you play a game, you, you, you attribute points and you can level up and you can buy certain power-ups. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I sort of relate those power-ups to the skills that I was taking on board through these unique experiences, through these adventures. Mm. Um, at the time, I didn't know that was the case, but the more I did them, the more I realized just how sharp I was, yeah, 
refining yeah. my sword. And then I got to the point where I just like fucking felt like felt unstoppable, man, to, yeah. to, to be as blunt as possible. I love that. What do you feel like was, I love the, I love the like video game metaphor there. That's, that's a really good way to put it. Like, what do you feel was, you know, in Super Mario where you go from like, you go little Mario to big Mario and then you go big Mario to like the one that shoots the fireballs. Yeah. Throws the balls of fire. What was the yeah. point where you went from little Mario to big Mario then big Mario to, you know, unstoppable on fire, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> That's so much. Um, so the moment, yeah, and we're talking about this year. So the moment I took the, I went from little Mario to big Mario, where I where I took the mushroom, yeah. not not the other mushroom, <laughs> the, the Mario mushroom. That would have been the stage workshop. So I attended a workshop ran by this incredible world class speaker, Vin Zhang. Uh, and that was a stage workshop and that's where I had the opportunity to, to go on stage and, and to sp- like speak from the heart. I didn't rehearse this at all. I sort of got, I, I got this, uh, this thought, this idea to talk about certain parts of my story and yeah, I got the opportunity to, to do a five minute like keynote slash speech on a stage and I was like, fuck it. Why, why wouldn't I talk about anything else but my story like that's that's Mm. the thing i know most about so i did that and then and then yeah after after doing that and then hearing the feedback and seeing like the reactions in the crowd uh yeah metaphorically that was my moment where i leveled up i felt like this bigger version of me and then i translated that to back in the old world, back in content, relationships, health. Um, and then that that really ignited the the fire in me to be like, oh, f- let's keep going. Let's do the improv workshop. Let's commit okay. to to doing stand-up comedy. Um, and then again, that translates to what I'm doing now. Like I'm doing salsa. I'm doing salsa classes. What the fuck? Yeah, what the you would like fuck. Okay. Just just quickly. <laughs> Anthony in September 2021, right? If you could look through a portal of time right now, and we literally had a direct portal to to where we were recording that podcast, the time, the location, everything, and you could look at like a bird's eye view of him and just whisper in his ear, just being like, yo, bro, <laughs> at the end of 2022, you're going to know how to salsa. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, uh, like you're gonna hunt, you're gonna go on stage, you're gonna do like, yeah. like I'm like, yeah, yeah, like I'm gonna do stand up comedy, learn how to salsa, like run what? a half marathon, bro. I just, I, yeah, yeah, and like, fuck, what the hell? So yeah, then my bad. I just, I was just like, what the fuck? Um, no, I need, bro. I needed to, I needed to hear it in that order because it's. Because it feels so splintered up mm. right now talking about it. But then if you if you really like dial it in and from a macro view yeah. and then a micro view, it's like fuck, I've I've done a lot. But it's mm. it's been so intentional, it's been so meaningful, and yeah, it's just contributed in so many 
so mm. many beautiful ways, man. So thank yeah. you for for yeah putting it in 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 that aspect. Oh, yeah, of course, mate. Of course, absolutely. That's why it's a I, you, yeah. So like for those listening, I like both hands behind my head, just being like. What's that? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, for the for the first time after all the speaking stuff that Ant's done, he was lost for words. <laughs> I was speechless. Speechless. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, I don't know why I'm getting like all of these memories back of watching your watching your content over the last twelve months. And there was a joke you put up, and it was like your opening joke. I feel of of one of your. Th- oh fuck! It was a real, and I can't remember it, but I just remember hearing it and just laughing my fucking ass off. I thought it was great. But I'm gonna remember it by the end of this podcast. If, you know, okay, unless you remember it before me, and then you prompt it, and then I'm gonna just say to myself that I'll remember it before the end. Of this Did podcast. I make a joke on a reel, or was it part of a comedy set? You were on stage. Yeah. You oh, were. I was on stage. Okay. Yeah. Was it the Nazi joke? Oh fuck! It might have been. Yeah. See, I'm a bit of a sucker for dark humor, so I kind of like. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, there's a lot of dark humor in my in my comedy set. Yeah, but you do it so well. You do it. So- <laughs> I- <laughs> Alright, bro. So, so just like a quick side note. Um, at Vitality, um, Tom made me do this like deadpan, serious face monologue slash comedic, um, off the cuff improvised Fuck like yeah. story, and um, yeah, I did like the whole like deadpan dark humor thing. Oh, I don't know. A- I don't know if you want. Yeah. Anyway, the yeah. essence of that. Was yes, like, I, I want to hear it. Yes. Is that what you were going to ask? Because my answer is yes. <laughs> no, the essence of that was like the 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 whole scenario was like I was at a masseuse and then I walked into the massage parlor and they're like, "Do you have a preference for male or female?" I was like, and and they were it was broken English. I was like, "Nah, it's all good. Like I'm all good. No preference." And they're like, "Okay, sweet." Um, Anyway, I'll, I'll end it short, and next thing you know, I've got I've got like two fingers up my butthole, and then next thing you know, it's a thumb, and I'm like, what the what the fuck's going on here? And then I go back to the receptionist, and she's like, I thought you said it was all good. You said it was it was all good. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to the audio version, I'm putting up my thumb and and two fingers as with an okay sign. Um, <laughs> I'm recording the video too, so if you listen to this, I'm just going to clip the video and just post this on. but the way i delivered it was like so deadpan so deadpan means literally just like expressionless stone face um and then everyone was like laughing but i was just like keeping it straight (laughs) stone face so it it made it even more funnier um yeah Yeah, i also i also recorded like an mtv style video for vitality tom has a video i'm not sure how he's going to utilize that but yeah that was pretty funny as well that's sick. I love that. Fuck yeah. Just hearing you talk, like, oh man, I would love to pull up the audio of the last podcast just to oh, hear your voice. Right. Just for just for a personal experience for myself, I would, yeah. So just to revisit old videos and podcasts, bear in mind that was just, that was like over a year ago. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the rate of change, the shifts that has been happening in my world as well mm. as yours. Yeah. It's such a, yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so cool to to reflect back on. Fuck yeah. I would love to hear about um you know, I've I've noticed you've made a lot of health changes and everything like that as well. Oh from, yeah. So from like an uh you know, like a daily energy, you know, consumption and uh like 
the expression of energy throughout the day, right? Like what's the mm. difference now? Because it seems like you're doing you're doing a lot more things now, like throughout your day than say 12 months ago. Yes. But I just feel from you that there's no lapses in energy. Because like mm. you said, you're like, oh, I'm going to do 10 new adventures this year that get me out of my comfort zone. But then the year before, it's like, well, if you didn't make any changes to your health and overall like energy consumption in terms of like food and shit, right? Like my, the logical part of me is like, oh, well, you're just going to be fucking tired all the time. Does that make sense? So from like that sort of perspective, I would, sense. Yeah, I would love to hear like what has changed for you in terms of the things that are giving you energy now, whether it is the adventures or whatever, I'll let you expand on that, whether it's been significant health changes or changes to like daily habits or sleep. I just want to, I would love to hear your, your, your thoughts on all of that and what's changed in the last 12 months. Yes. Epic question because that has probably been my focal point. Yeah. My, my main point of focus for the last three months. So the first half of this year definitely was the, the priority was, okay, fill up your cup through adventures, yep. spontaneity, uh, how, to, how to connect back to that playful inner child version of, of myself. And that was great. But yeah, as you put it, health, diet, nutrition wasn't at the forefront of my attention. So once I started to put focus into those things, again, it's just like cream on top. And it just like complements everything that I was doing. So it's almost like, and we go back to that metaphor of what uh, source of energy are you putting into the fire? Now we're talking like redwood. Now we're talking like dense oak where we've got, you know, the fire's really burning now. And the, and the evidence was that was I, I switched to a more animal-based diet. Uh, some would say paleo and... Yeah, post leaders, and I'm sure you can attest to this, just <laughs> seeing the way Tom was preparing his his meat, uh, just the source of, of the meat, the, the quality of the ingredients. Dim played a big role in that too, just going to the organic uh, health food stores, organic supermarkets. Uh, it was just, a, yeah, eye-opening is the best way to put it. But then also surrounding yourself with people who are, optimizing their health to the highest standard and upholding that to the highest standard and not just food. It's also what are they doing from sunrise to sunset? What are they doing to optimize the routine from sunrise to sunset? What's in their environment? All of those small percenters, again, add up to to the big shifts mm. and, and compounding effects that I was seeing and then seeing the benefits and the effects of that. And then I was like, why the fuck wouldn't I adopt that myself if I'm yes. trying to be the right best? Question. Yeah, right. Why wouldn't I want to be the best, highest performing version of myself when I already feel like I'm at a 90, 95% when really once I dial all these things and start including all these habits, I could be, I could be operating at 150%. Yeah, and I could be exactly. feeling like that. Yeah, you it's know, like why is why is a hundred percent the like limit? Yeah, why, why do we say that that's the limit? Like we're just like because that's just our perceived limit, right? We're just like oh, exactly a hundred percent, but it's like you do something else, and it's like oh well, then the perceived limit just raises a little bit higher. So yes, your limit's not ever your limit because, and I would even say 
you're like, what do you do from sunrise to sunset? I would even suggest, what do you do from sunrise to sunrise? Because yes, me, yeah, on yeah. a personal level, like sleep and quality sleep has just been a massive thing for both Grace and I, especially since we've had Luna. Like quality sleep is something that we've worked so hard on, like having mm. a really good mattress, having pure linen bed sheets, having silk pillowcases like or bamboo-like pillowcases or something like that. Uh, I've seen you've started doing the tape over the mouse and so like nasal breathing when you sleep, like mm. all that kind of stuff. And yeah, from like an from an energy point of view, just making that change, like putting the tape over, like you know, no no phone in the bedroom or anything like that, like no trying to only have red light an hour before bed, all those kinds of things. Like my quality of sleep has just increased exponentially i don't snore anymore like i don't wake up in the middle of the night like and it's so weird that luna sleeps better now as well Mm. so it affects fucking kids no phone in the bedroom like we have the wi-fi switch and everything like that happening so the wi-fi turns off at like 9 30 doesn't turn back on till like seven in the morning like yeah it's crazy Mm. how much the quality of sleep increases so Mm. yeah that Sunrise to sunrise, I feel like is is way is the way we should look at it. Hey. Yep, a lot. No, I, I rate that reframe a lot because yeah, we we tend to see things that are very linear perspective. Humans in general, it's just like yeah, white or black, sunrise, sunset. When really, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, we should really be looking at sunrise to sunrise. Like yeah, everything because. Yeah, and some mates, I hear it. I hear it from people, and I used to have this opinion of like, ignorance is bliss, and oh, when is t- obsessive too obsessive? Yeah. And I used to, see, and again, the first half of of this year, because I wasn't aware or I, it just wasn't a priority, I would see that as just obsessive, like just all complementary things, not necessity based things. Uh but then I go back to to like the world's greatest athletes or world's best performers. And because I was surrounding myself with elite performers, Tom, Vin, uh, all these incredible people doing incredible things in their own space, I was like the like the cost of being great is to a degree being obsessive, is to dial in the one percenters. And you'll hear that a lot in in the sports world of like all these role players that, you know, play a role that, you know, could dictate the the end result of an entire game and therefore they win the entire championship. Uh, F, F1 drivers is another great example. Like the five percenters, the one percenters, like even just bringing their own pillow from home to Madrid or to... Um, Dubai or Singapore just so they can sleep with their own pillow will increase the quality of sleep by, you know, tenfold of, yeah. of what a hotel pillow could give give you. And the quality yeah. of sleep means, you know, better cardiovascular performance, more oxygen, more blood flow, better mm-hmm. recovery, which means they can, you know, hold their attention and and focus throughout the race. So it's it's all those like small percenters, but mm. they do add up, man. They I feel do. like they do. They, they fucking add up so quick. And the way that I really like to think about it, and we'll use F1 as an example because I'm fucking like, that's like my number one sport. Like, I fucking love Formula 1. I love that you brought that up. And 
yeah, like bringing your own pillow from home, let's say you're traveling from the UK to Australia for the race, you bring your own pillow, it's a fucking long flight, you get home, like you get to your hotel, you have a really good quality sleep, more oxygen, like more blood flow, therefore higher levels of concentration. Yeah, memory retention is a lot better because F1 drivers will memorize the fucking racetrack. They'll memorize their braking points, memorize their turn-in points, all of these things they will memorize. And if you have a shitty sleep, that means less oxygen, less blood flow, lower levels of concentration can be, let's just say the difference is 10%. That can be the difference between starting first and starting last. And I'll add to that, it could also be the difference between you having a smooth race and winning, but also crashing, crashing. potentially having a life-threatening yes. injury. Good. I fucking yeah. love that 100%. And that can be carried over, not just Formula 1, there's the example we use. It's like that can carry over to all sports. Yeah, because yes. there is a risk, you know, there's a risk of at minimum injury mm. in all sports, if not death in some sports. So it's mm -hmm. like... You've got to like make sure that you're doing the like, yeah, the one percenters or like the little things that you don't think matter. Mm. They absolutely carry. You just got to like make that link, like taking the pillow equals this, which will lead to this, which will lead to this, which will lead to this, which will probably lead to you not crashing, which is a pretty big fucking important thing to, to not do. <laughs> yep. Yep. It goes back to our point, man. The, yeah, one of our greatest downfalls as humans is we, we th see things so binary. We like to think in straight lines, whereas yep. there's so many other squiggles and yep. things that will lead to exponential growth and, and all of that. So yeah, having this conversation now and, and talking about the health side of, of life and how we know health is the number one thing without health, we don't exist, but then we always like to sweep it under the, the rug because again, ignorance is bliss. Life gets in the way priorities happen, but for me, the full circle thing is like just going back to health and just really amplifying that area of my life. And then, and by doing that, yeah, energy crashes, nah. Quality of sleep goes up. I don't, and I used to have this limiting belief of I need eight and a half hours of sleep. So fucking glad you brought that up because I had this conversation recently with a bloke and this guy is a client of mine. He's just about to like buy his first gym. And he was like, oh, like I'm not going to have much sleep. It's going to be a lot of work and I'm going to have to do this change and this change. I'm like, who said you need eight hours of sleep? Like who made like, yeah, that's like a, it's like the standard, like everyone talks about. It's like everyone says you should wear sunscreen, but I don't want to get into that right now because you shouldn't fucking... Not a topic I want to get into. Cedo, <laughs> sunscreen, dude. Ah, no, just want to like choke some people. But like, I was like to him, I'm like, what's your caffeine intake right now? Like, when are you having like your last coffee for the day? And he's like, I'm having my last coffee at like 3 p.m. I'm like, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> like, you're not having your last coffee at 3 p.m. anymore. Like, do you know how long that shit fucking lasts in your body? Like, the more caffeine you the more caffeine you consume, the less effective it really gets in the in the most simplest form to explain it, because there's a chemical that like just crashes you real hard in a, in a very short period of time, the more caffeine that's in your body. So if you're having caffeine like later in today, it's gonna affect your quality of sleep. That's fucking pretty common. So I said to this guy, I'm like, what's your caffeine intake? What's your like nutrition intake like? Blah, 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 all these things. Like, 
get off your technology at this time, go to sleep at this time and wake up at this time and then tell me how your energy levels are. And for him, it was the sunrise to sunset stuff that he really needs to work on. But that then carried over into the sunset to sunrise period, right? And mm. it's like his sleep, he averages, I think, five to six hours of sleep, depending on like what time he goes to bed. Mm. And like he's functioning now like someone who gets eight hours of sleep, if not higher, if not higher. And mm-hmm. I take this all the way back to when like I own the gym where like I wouldn't go to sleep until like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night and I would get up at 4 a.m. So the same thing, five to six hours of sleep. Mm. And like I would go a full day, like a full 12, 13, 14 hour day and I'd be fine. And that was when I wasn't optimized in my caffeine intake, water intake, the food I was eating, my daily habits like meditation and journey. That was back when I had no fucking clue what to do. Mm. So, but now, yeah, I'd love for you to expand on that. I would love for you to expand on where you're at with that now. Yeah. See, that's so that's a really good example that ties into my own experience now because like like your guy, I I had this belief that I need eight to eight and a half hours sleep. But yes, the great question which you asked is like, where the fuck did I pick that pick that up from? same same places and same sources of information where I picked up how how to consume macronutrients and what food to, to eat. Food pyramid, fuck's sake. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I, I was seeing health through the lens of one dimension, but when I started to, again, you connect back to your body more, you tap into your intuitive senses, your primitive senses, which I was learning from from the hunting experience, but then also the improv thing. So again, those activities and experiences was was the byproduct of that was it was training me to tap back into my intuitive feeling again, aka the the primitive senses, the physical senses, and then and because I was doing that, then I started to again dialing in the food and the nutrition. But then I also found myself oh again doing the 5 a.m wake up thing and again huge limiting belief no i'm not i've always been a night person i'm not a morning person can't wake up 5 a.m but then because i was i was just so much more committed and devoted to to health and my lifestyle i just made the the decision one morning i was like i'm going to commit to this it turned into a month and now i i would say i do it like three to four mornings of the week right now but now i get i have seven hours in bed but i get six hours of good like good to very good quality sleep and i track it now because i've got the i've got like the gamma watch so i can track everything this morning was the best REM sleep i've had what's your what's your gamma watch i got fin the phoenix 6x pro I don't think it's the pro. Do you have the pro? Yeah. I seen you 6X? get it. 6X? Yeah, 6X. Bro, I was so stoked. Because hey, you recommended Garmin to me. Yeah. And I wanted to get it before my half marathon. Didn't end up getting it. And then, yeah, I, I would have said it. It would have come up in conversation. And then my sister ended up getting getting it for me for my birthday. So okay. fucking good, bro. Yeah, right. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. So anyway, you said uh, you had the best REM sleep. Uh, was that so you had the best REM sleep ever or something? 
Yeah, this, so this morning I checked, like I, I always check my sleep stats now just mm. so I can start building some awareness with that. Yeah, I've, I've gotten the most REM sleep since uh, tracking sleep this morning. And wow. I, again, only six hours of, of sleep, right? So, so and then I woke up and, and then I check in, okay, how's my energy levels? I sort of shake off the funk for the first like five, 15 minutes of the morning, do the journaling, do the meditation, and then I'm up and about. Um, but again, what am I doing in the sunset? I don't eat dinner later than like 7, 7.30. It's, it's like a very minimal, minimal if not barely any carbs. Yeah. Um, because I'm not spiking my glucose level, I'm not spiking, um, you know, my my appetite. There's no cravings anymore. So, yeah, going back to that, I I removed, I minimized my my cravings for for sweets and and for food because I wasn't. I minimized my carb intake because the more carbs you have, the the higher spikes in energy, and therefore you you crave um, higher caloric or higher energy dense foods and then you sort of spiral because your glucose levels up and about and i'm no nutritionist but all of these things i've learned through other people who've done it um you know huberman talks a lot about it um again i'm not i'm not a pharmacist but i'll prescribe it because it works for me mm, yeah um and i've been doing this for like three months now so um yeah. Oh, and man, the the big thing for me as well, and the big reason why I switched to more of a paleo animal based diet is I was getting mad cravings for sweets. I would have like disgustingly feel bloated all the time, and I'd be like, "Oh, why?" And I wouldn't be eating heaps of food. I would just be again carb loading the pastas, the rice, mm. car- carbs equals gains and all that, yeah. all oh, those man. beliefs. And, but as soon as, as soon as I switched that, my performance in the gym, I'm back in the gym now. I took a six month break from the gym. I was, I was doing more like MMA stuff. I was going on more like adventures, hikes, walks, running, but I've since gotten back into the gym and I've just been frothing the gym, lifting weights. Yeah. And again, I've, I've re, ignited that fire with uh working out now and i'm loving it man Fuck yeah it. i think it's like the theory where so i don't know about you but i don't eat like rarely eat chicken anymore mm. and one of the big things that i base that off is well it's not a very strong animal mm. yeah like i would love to eat i love eating strong animals mm. yeah like a big fucking kangaroo fillet, like a mm. wild caught kangaroo fillet. Like, have you seen the fucking power in a kangaroo's legs? Yeah. And then I look at my own legs and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, this kangaroo's fucking going straight to my thighs, motherfucker. Like, I'm going to be jumping like Jordan, like kind of thing. And like, like uh, buffalo, really fucking strong animal, like, even deer, like venison, deers are fucking hectically strong. Oh, man. Crazy. Like, oh. you don't realize how big deer are until you see one in the flesh. They're heavy motherfuckers too. Yeah. Like, I had to, I had to pick it up and completely underestimated how dense and how heavy they are. Yes. They hold a lot of weight, man. Yes, that's exactly how I describe it. They're so dense. But, yeah, yeah. and, like, 
it's so funny that you mentioned that about the gym because I've had what sounds like a similar journey in the sense by the MMA, which I'm only just getting into now. But like in terms of strength gains since the diet changes, I don't know how to describe it because I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Yeah, because I was very much like you. I'm just like all the fucking carbs, like give me the fucking roast potato like kind of thing. And then like, and it's so funny, like Grace getting home from Vitality. She's like, I want to start eating red meat. I'm like, fucking finally. Like, because like before, obviously I went to leaders and I come home and I made all these changes and I was eating like cow heart and lamb heart, like liver and like. Gee, 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 gee. Yeah, no shit. I'm like, Grace, we did buy (laughs) gee. And she's like, what's gee? But actually, no, that's a lie. Grace had already been using gee. And I was just like, what's gay? And she's like, oh, it's this great stuff. I'm like, yeah, right. And then <laughs> I go to leaders and then she's like, we've only been using, I've only been using gay to cook for like the past, you know, six months. And I was like, oh shit, sorry about that. <laughs> it was just not in my reality. And then, yeah, obviously like Tom's like just, you know, tablespoon after tablespoon of ghee in the pan to cook his meat and then i get home i'm like babe <laughs> wrap steak for dinner <laughs> and we need we need more ghee <laughs> yeah. and then yeah i, I, I cook everything my, i cook everything in ghee, like cast iron pan ghee steak goes in or the heart goes in or the liver goes in or the kangaroo like whatever and we eat like yes, i'm so glad you went to vitality for that reason because i would just like be cooking the meat for me so i'd sit there and luna and i luna loves like heart and everything so like luna and i would oh sit, that's sick. it's so that's sick cool. i'd like cut it up and i'd have some and then she'd be like luna heart I'd be like, yeah there you go like give her some heart it's so good and then grace wouldn't eat any but now since vitality grace has come back and she's like so do you want to have like steak for lunch i'm like yeah yeah that sounds bloody good and then she'd be like well, what do you want for dinner i'm like oh we'll just have steak again won't we like <laughs> it's so good so yeah um and and referring back to like the yeah linking back to the gym stuff like it it, like you said it's it doesn't seem like it should work because there's like yeah it's so it's so counterintuitive but it's only just counter informative to what we've come to learn yes yes 100 yeah and i don't know if i don't know if you follow that the guy on instagram carnivore orealis but he, um, oh yeah, he's such, such, a, <laughs> such good content. Man. Yeah, it's good content, and I think it's so good because he's funny. Like he takes the piss out of things. But yeah, and also- he pushes buttons, but in the most intentional, funny way. Yes. Like, and I, I see the humor in it, but yeah. I also see the purpose behind it as well. Yeah, and I love that he shows studies as well. Like he links studies with everything as well. Like that's mm. a bit I love. He'll like show a study, and then like the next story, he just takes the fucking piss out of sunscreen. And it's like, I'm like, that's funny because he's basing it off facts and he's also like yeah, yeah, yeah. doing it in a very intentional way. So, yeah, um, yeah. I have had a question in my mind that I've been wanting to ask. And, you know, we mentioned the how we humans look at things in a very linear way. Like we look at things in a very like, you know, like we have the, the horse blinkers on, like we can only see uh-huh. like things straight in front of us. And you mentioned like, you know, there's squiggles that go off to the side that we just completely ignore. So my question is, what has been the most significant like squiggle for you over the last, let's say, six months? Mm. 
Yes. The, mm, I, I love the way you, you frame the question. So the biggest squiggle for me, the last, yeah, let's say six months would probably be reconnecting, aka rediscovering my personality and really amplifying that. But in order to do that, I had to revisit again the the developmental stages, the early stages of 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 Anthony and who he was. But in order to connect deeply to to those previous versions of myself, I had to connect to who we are at the core of of human beings. Like how were we brought up? How were we behaving in tribes? How were we behaving on our own? And Again, because I started learning more about that realm of of humans and Homo sapiens and and their connection to the Earth and and the planet, then I was able to, yeah. Funnily enough, talking about this now, I was able to easily connect to myself with a lot more ease, mm. having having that deeper connection to to who we are as humans on this planet and. And it ties in so well with where I'm at in terms of the the learning, the textbooks and the resources that I'm diving into right now. I'm going back to more factual-based, science-based, statistical-based learnings. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson is someone who I'm who I'm reading at the moment. And he pretty much shatters all these conventional paradigms and limiting beliefs that the modern Western man has. And the chapter I'm reading right now is funnily enough, vegetarians and, and carnivores and how there's this like huge bias towards humans wanting to feel like they're this all being, you know, good doing savior when really it's all grounded in, in personal bias. And there's only two types of truths. It's objective truth, which is grounded in facts, figures, science, and repetitive analysis and testing. And that's what the scientific method is all about. Mm -hmm. And then the second truth is the one that is ultimately our greatest downfall as, as men and women is, is the personal truth. Mm -hmm. Cause that could, that could ruin and break down nations that could, you know, break yeah. down relationships and tribes. Yeah. And it's, it's also the one that we have so much trouble detaching from, but it's also the ones that, will allow us to dial in those one percenters and therefore feel like we're operating at that 150% standard that we all want to be at the end of the day. Yeah. So love that. Yeah. Big squiggle. Big yeah. squiggle. Yeah. Awesome. Love that. And what would you say, actually, before I ask that, I would love to hear where, where you are at right now, like current, current day, Anthony, what's he, what's he all about now? Yeah. I'm, all about the big key word for me the last let's say 30 days has been devotion devotion to myself but also devotion to the mission like my mission on this earth is is as clear as it's ever been i i know what that looks like and therefore i know what needs to happen from now moving forward and and, and i'll explain that um simply it, it's it's allowing people that that opportunity to present themselves and showcase themselves on a metaphorical stage, whether that's stage, you know what I would, I would say that the biggest stage 
and we're all on it right now. The biggest stage that we all perform and showcase our, ourselves on is this stage of life. But it's like, how we, sh- how do we want to step on this stage? Are we sort of, are we lingering behind the curtain? Are we yes. front and center? And and there's no, we're not given a role. We all get to choose and adopt the roles that we decide for ourselves. There's no one placing us in in a role, whether it's on a stage or on a on a football field. Like we get to choose what role we want to play. So the big thing for me is just the level of devotion I have to to what role I want to play on on this stage, on this grand stage of life. And for me, it's it's that that leader, pe- giving that giving other people that that space or that stage to to showcase themselves mm. doing the the deep inner work but also exposing themselves to to the adventures and the experiences of life mm-hmm. dialing in the one percent um and a big big method for me right now is this this um this idea of of the archer you know they have to find a moment of stillness to stop pull back take a breath maybe a few breaths and then once they've got a clear view of the target, then they can release. Then they can go further, faster with precision. So that's been a big philosophy that I've adopted this year. Love that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What, what piece of advice would you give to someone, whether they're listening to this, well, everyone should be listening to this because it's a fucking good podcast. Um, Number one podcast in the world, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Geek, geek. If, uh, if you could give one piece of advice to, to those out there listening that, you know, might feel like they were in a similar position to you in 2021, you know, uh, the, the blankness and, you know, you know, switching careers and not feeling aligned in things, feeling quite yeah, disconnected, right? Like feeling quite disconnected. Like what, what piece of advice would you give them that would really allow them to, to jump into their journey? Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll relate it to, yeah, and it, yeah, it's, it's a it's a little plug as well. So the yeah, reason like why I the reason why I called my first in person event connected and courageous because it just entails everything that I'm about this year, but more specifically moving forward is just the connection piece back to yourself, and therefore you can connect back even more to to the people around you, to to the earth, to the planet. Uh, and then the second part of that is the courageous piece, like doing the improv, doing the stand-up, doing the hunting, doing things that scare the absolute shit out of me, but doing it anyway. So it's like feeling the fear going forward, jumping, and then justifying, f- fully sending it in that sense, but in the most yeah. intentional and meaningful way. Um, so the piece of advice f- for for those out there and for for your guys who who may be listening in is like, the tiniest of actions will always outweigh the grandest ideas. And for me, growing up, I was always the big idea guy, always the dreamer, always the thinker, and then never amounting that to any form of action. And we exist in the physical realm. We can't deny that. So I would always go back to those those tiny actions, those tiny one percenters that lead to those big shifts, that compounding effect to, to get you to that, we're going to call it the 150%. Standard or feeling that you want to want to get to. So yeah, tiniest of actions will always outweigh the grandness of ideas. Fuck yeah, I love that. Beautiful. And I've been asking this question at the end of my guest episodes now. If you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, 
who would it be and why? It can be a fictional character too if that's the that's the realm you want to dive into. Yep. The surf's level answer would just be Elon Musk, just because yeah. I, I just he knows just he just knows so much that the average human knows. And in terms of yeah. his thought process from sunrise to sunrise, little callback, yeah. um, would just be insane to even just have yeah. have a one hour sit down over over dinner with. What would be the um, first question you ask him? Are you really human? <laughs> Blink thrice if you're human. Yeah. Um, mal- and then he just like malfunctions. Yeah. Smoking. From <laughs> I would ask him, I would ask him what's under his bed or I'd ask him what's in his, uh, in his bedroom table or drawer. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah you can tell a lot by someone. Mm. or like his wardrobe something Mm. something uncanny like that but i feel like or like your glove box you know it's like or your boot or the boot of your car you can tell a lot about a person's character by the state of their car or their bedroom right yeah fucking 100 yeah so you said surface level is either must so who's it really then who's it really Fuck, Kanye would be a good shout right now. Far out, that guy is. Uh, yeah, five years on a ago, roller coaster. Yeah, five years ago, it wouldn't even be a conversation. I wouldn't. Kanye's name wouldn't even come to mind. But now I'm like, bro, I want to know how your mind works. Like, I don't know what plane he's vibrating on, but it's 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 one plane that I just yeah, it's not. I don't. I can't wrap my head around. But um, No, the other person that comes to mind is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Just, yeah. Probably yeah. him and, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Only because, and I've, I asked this question on Facebook, like if aliens came to Earth, who would I who would I take them to to try figure out the way forward on, on how to, to, to manage the, the relationship with extraterrestrial beings? It would be a scientist. It would be some form of to. physicist. Yeah. yeah. Because that, first of all, they would know the exact questions to ask them yes. in terms of how they got here and where they want to go. Um, and I, I think there's a there's a movie called Arrival that's on it, and they use linguists to do yes. that. But yeah, for me personally, I'll just grab Neil deGrasse Tyson and Elon Musk, put them in front of the aliens, and and let let the big let, guys just let them do, do their thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No fucking yeah. politicians or government. Or anything like nah. that. Have to follow Le- parameters. Leaders. Leaders. Quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's that's dinner. Dinner sorted. Elon Musk, Neil deGrasse Tyson with a bunch of aliens. Fuck yeah. I love that. And uh this is gonna be the final the final question before we wrap it up. It's been great. I want you to just like tell us a joke. Because you, you said you'd done comedy, <laughs> so yeah, you said the you said the uh the masseuse one, but I I I wanna I wanna hear one that's more um <laughs> The, the verbal kind of sense, you know, it doesn't require any, okay. any vision, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a very visual performer, so. Yeah, I thought you might have been. <laughs> this is a good challenge. This is a good challenge. Uh, fuck. Okay, I, I really want to use this. I want to use this opportunity to tell new material, but the new material was never refined. But I had something come up and it was, ah, oh God, this is like such a cheesy joke. 
but I'm going to run with it. Yeah, do it. Um, like, yeah. a, like a school kid at the moment. I'm like, yes, please, tell me the joke. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay so... So you, you, we know Karens, right? The typical Karens. So I was, I was working at at my old job back in the day at Kmart, and a, a Karen came in, and she she they just complained about everything, and she brought a vacuum to me, and she was like, "I want a refund." I was like, "What's wrong with it?" And she's like, "It sucks." <laughs> <laughs> back to the drawing board. <sighs> Back to the drawing board. <laughs> That's it's it's good. It's a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good though. I like that. I seen one. This guys. Is- I promise my my set is is so much better. Yeah. Please. Go. If you don't please follow, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't follow Anthony on socials, get on to him and, and just scroll down to the reels where he's on stage because it's they're fucking hilarious. The jokes you tell. Yeah. Um. I seen one the other day. I'm not going to take credit for this, but I just thought it was fucking like. It's a bit of dark humor. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, I want to hear it. Yeah. So it's like, what's what's Hitler's favorite drink? Oh, shit. I don't know. Orange juice. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Orange juice? 100% concentrated. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bro, I've got, so, I've, got, I've got a few Hitler jokes in my set. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah? Hitler's a, he's a great, but it's a visual one. It's a visual oh, one. Oh, damn. I was going to say, throw it out there. But yeah, I'll have to, you'll yeah. have to, um, I'll just have to come and watch you. Maybe I'll just do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. This has been great, man. Thank you so much for jumping on. This has been sick. Honored, honored. Pleasure as always, brother. I, I love our chats, man. I love it. It's so good, eh? Yeah. It's, been, yeah. it's good to finally sit down and actually have a chat with you again. I feel like we just, I'm just going to fucking come to Melbourne so we can just hang out. Yeah, bro. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Yeah. Anyway, um, I will chuck your socials down in the show notes below. So for all those listening, uh, if you want to find Anthony, I'll chuck your socials down below. If not, it's A-N-T-O-N-I-E underscore N-G on Instagram. Nailed it. Nailed it. Boom. There we go. So jump over. Yeah, give him a follow. His, His content, like I've spoken about in this episode, I fucking froth watching his content so yeah get over there give him a follow give it a watch and look out for his event connected and courageous fuck yeah all right thank you very much for tuning in guys and i will speak to you next time peace out